0: Well, I'm Pastor Padrone, and I'm here today with my cadre of co-hosts, Paul, Nick, and Dave, and we're joined by very special guest, Nick Laramie, the New England sales rep for Drew Estate. How is everyone doing today? Fantastic.
1: Fantastic.
0: Well, that's just peachy. Lovely. And we have Kendra here, the potion master, who somehow skipped out on that last week, but that... That seemed to be like a time... Sorry, guys. ...time dimension problem. The Groundhog's <laughs> Yes, the Groundhog's Day problem. <laughs> uh-huh. But Kendra's back, and she has brought a very interesting something to go with our cigar. What have you brought?
2: So we're going to call this one the Kentucky Russian.
0: The Kentucky Russian. We're going to yeah.
2: call it that? Is we're going to call it that. We like that. You just made it up? So I collaborated with the lovely Bree McColl. and uh, Brie. she loves to Summer float Brie. a little bit of beer on a cocktail. So yeah. we did a little uh, combo here that I think you're going to like. Mm. So we have Knob Creek, nope. real Canadian maple syrup. Did you hear yeah. that Canadian maple hey. syrup? And then a float of left hand White Russian nitro. Nice. Ooh. Oh. Very nice, and that's a stout. I should say actually, it's a yeah. it's a white stout, which is pretty rare. I've never actually seen that. Wow, that's
0: that's very good. Mm-hmm. Very very good. Very nice. And um, I'm do gonna, you make any bad drinks?
2: I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that I do.
1: No one has the guts to tell you that you would.
2: <laughs> I know, right? You're all scared. Maybe. Me. <laughs> On the terrifying. down low, you're all scared. I like oh, to work here, look so. at that.
0: And uh, the lovely Kimber has just joined into she the room. She wants bar. to say a couple words. Oh, hello. How are you? Kimber. Kimber. Yeah, the little us. elf of so, the So with here. these
2: very special ingredients of this drink, I'm going to ask my Canadian fans that are listening right now, if you are able to help a sister out and send me another can of real maple syrup, That would be fabulous. (laughs) Well, So I I got one can from a customer, uh, brought me a gift. So once the can is gone, I only have New England maple syrup. And I kind of like this Canadian maple syrup. So I'm just throwing it out there.
0: We have some Canadian listeners who are big fans of Kendra. There's actually a hashtag canadians for kendra yes
2: so this is an appropriate drink of the evening and hopefully it is going to pair well with your cigar
0: all right but there we have it thank you very much kendra that is awesome you're
2: welcome
0: all right we'll see you again in just a little bit Uh all right and this beautiful drink uh is being paired with the drew estate B-O-T-L Lancero. (laughs) Bottle. Nick, do you want to tell us a little bit about this uh, Lancero here?
3: Absolutely. So This Lancero is one we're bringing back. It's a very limited release that came out some years ago with the Brothers of the Leaf website. Brothersoftheleaf.org, I believe. Or maybe Mm -hmm. that. It was one of the early message boards of the early interwebs. And now it's you know falls under predicate and it was about time that we re-release it because people have been seeking it for a long time and so it's a super limited release there's they were limited to two boxes of each size per ddrp account only wow. so not a whole lot made not a whole lot released but you can get them a twin smoke mm-hmm. shop. Yeah. Okay. And what's... This cigar is a... Uh, it's a Connecticut Broadleaf wrapper. Y- yeah. uh, they're the mediums. They're similar to the wrapper of the Nicarustica, if okay. you've tried it. Yep. Or, you know, we use it on the Acid Toast as well. Um, mm-hmm. The toast. binder Tell is the Ecuadorian thing. Connecticut Shade, which mm-hmm. we use for the sh- Undercrown Shade. Mm-hmm. Um, the filler is Nicaraguan. And it's a Lancero. It's yeah. a 7x38. Yep.
0: Traditional Lancero. Very, very nice. Oh, yeah. What are you guys picking up on this?
1: Smooth, spicy, sweet, and mm. scrumptious. I guess Scrumptious. Yeah. I guess I guess
0: earth and leather. Earth and leather, what I picked up. Definitely yeah. earth and leather. Yeah, blah, blah. blah. Earth wait, wait wait, and wait, 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 wait. Cut off
4: me. Yeah, I'm, I'm all done. <laughs> <laughs> I have one sip, I'm all done. Cut me um, off. But earth and, earth and leather, mm. the sweetness, definitely get that.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and the spice, you get
5: that. Yeah, too. definitely yeah. the
4: spice. And it definitely right. goes very well with the drink. Because oh. it brings the, the, the spice and that smoothness. And I can't believe that it's a, a white stout on top of this drink. Left-handed. Left
3: handed. Left, <laughs> left Left hand represent Colorado
0: baby. I don't think I've ever had on the a white
1: stout before. No, either. I haven't either.
0: I, did you even know that such a thing
3: existed? I did not. I didn't. No. Born on the banks the- of got- River, the mighty St. Vrain River, which is actually like a little creek that runs through Longmont, Colorado, right. but they call, river mighty, runs it. they call it mighty St. Vrain on their all their literature. And you're like, where is it? Oh, it's that little creek. <laughs> 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 it's pretty awesome. They're, they're great wow. dudes out there, man. It's very, very good. You get very, that, yeah,
1: that earthiness <clears throat> in there too, man. It's great. It wasn't so small five years ago when it flooded the uh, town <laughs> <laughs>
5: during
1: that torrential rain they had. Yep. Yeah. The mighty St.
3: Brain. The mighty St. Brain. That's awesome.
0: So, Nick, tell us a little bit about yourself, man. I mean, you're the the Drew Estate rep for New England, right? Yes, I am. Uh, Do you cover all of
3: New England anywhere else? I uh, just cover from Maine to Rhode Island. I don't do Connecticut or New York or New Jersey, any of that. Just from Rhode Island, Massachusetts, uh, Vermont, New Hampshire, Maine. Connecticut? No,
0: Connecticut. No Connecticut. Sorry. No. <laughs> Why? Why are you sorry? No. Well, it's part
3: of New England. Well, it is. But they always get like well, that. It's a suburb of New York at this point.
5: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah right, right. <laughs>
0: it's like a bedroom, bedroom community for New
3: York. It's true.
0: Oh, my goodness. How long have you been with uh, Drew Estate?
3: Uh, three years now. Three, three, years, now. three and, years now. Three years now, and people still haven't gotten used to my lack of an <laughs> accent.
5: <laughs>
3: Although I have picked up on putting "wicked" in front of everything. Oh yeah, that is, <laughs> we say "wicked." <laughs> that is true. For yeah, those, of you, kid. For
0: those <laughs> of you outside the uh, New England area, when we say "wicked," it means good. <laughs>
6: very good.
0: It yeah. means very good. So we, also we don't say have
6: ours. You mean as? As? We don't have as. We don't have as. Unless,
3: unless you're in Rhode Island and they put it on the vowel, so (laughs) it it's like here's my friend Jennifer would be the real one, but no, it's this is my friend Jennifer and my friend Lisa. -er." You mean mean Jennifer and Lisa, right? Yeah, (laughs)
5: that's what I said. (laughs) What the hell are you talking about?
6: (laughs) Oh my gosh! Friend of mine growing up used to say water. What? Yeah, like water.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. So um, we're smoking this Lancero here. The, The burning on this is really, really good. The ash is this nice kind of whiter gray. Ash. Yeah. Uh, the burn line is like razor thin. Yep. My cigar, same Mine with everybody still- else's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How's the ash yep. holding up for everybody?
5: Mm-hmm. It's good.
3: It's very good. My ash is firm. The smoke from is that, that Connecticut is- Broadleaf is really mm-hmm. rich, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, you can see it just... It's, it's collecting smells. in this well, small room. <laughs>
0: yeah, this is a fantastic cigar. Yeah. Lanceros are one of those things, I think, that are often overlooked. Mm. People... You know, look at this long, skinny thing, and it's generally more expensive than you might think. Right, and you know, it it is a much more difficult cigar to make because it's it's so small small in the ring gauge. Mm -hmm. Um, But typically, they are some of the most flavorful cigars that you can get because of the wrapper to uh, filler ratio and everything. Yes, absolutely. With the with the ring gauge, when you double it, you quadruple.
6: The filler and binder, so this allows you to have a really nice taste of the uh, of the wrapper and the filler. Mm.
0: Very true. Absolutely. So, but for some reason. Lanceros are not often found in stores, right? And they're typically ignored where they are. I why can, why is that?
3: I can tell you why. Please. Tell us why, Nick. It, it is a perceived value. Perceived value. Yeah, mm. a lot of people go for the biggest, heaviest, largest stogie yeah. in the world because partially for appearance.
5: Mm-hmm. It,
3: this is this is a delicate cigar. It's small. It's not It's not the big stogies you see on the Sopranos. Right it's not the it's the perceived value so people think they're getting more for their money because the cigar is bigger when that really isn't necessarily true it's all about what you're getting out of it and the way you enjoy it like everybody's got their particular size i actually don't smoke a lot of Mm lanceros mostly because i find i have to touch them up a lot Mm -hmm. i i tend to talk a lot i tend to you know do other things while i'm smoking so (laughs) i don't 10 things. Mm. Mm. wow I just walk into the dark crystal
5: mm. wow wow
4: we're, 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 we're all sexies here we're all sexies here you see the reboots It's <laughs>
3: amazing I haven't yet uh, I really do really need nice. to I really do need to check it out because that was one of my favorite so that movies was so
4: that's actually a prequel yes that's it's actually, actually pre- the
6: reboot exactly. it's a prequel yeah. for the Dark Crystal Resistance although yep. no, the Resistance yep. is the it's new one that it's 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 how they how how well it starts off at the same place like the movie does and then it kind of like they fast forwarded in a movie to where it took place the, and basically almost everything like dies uh, by the time the movie happens and right. there's only a couple of the like, gelflings left and stuff like that. This is that exodus of the gelflings. Yes, like how all that crap happened. Okay. Right now they think like the uh, what do they call? I forget the the, the bad guys. What they're sexing this? Yep. But the,
0: the sexies, the sexies, the sexies, the
6: sexies, Sexy.
0: the sexies, Sexy. 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 are so like, the, uh, gonna... the sexies
6: are coming. <laughs> and they're they're finding, evil. So they're starting to find out that they're, they've been duped and they're not the real Mo- Movie time baby. with Nick and Dave.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what <laughs> Nick they're talking <laughs> You've never
1: <laughs> seen the Dark Crystal? No. Man? no I what, oh man, what were you doing? happened to your childhood? What's scary? That was fifty-three years ago, my friend. Oh wow. You oh, didn't Muppets. have Muppets. Uh, <laughs> so has, like, what's the yeah, no, I had the early had
4: stages
6: Muppets. of Muppets. Was, yeah. He had all the Muppets.
0: He is the seasoned <laughs> citizen among us,
1: yes. Um, <laughs> so he just checked out for a good time. <laughs> like, hey, <laughs> I'm still smoking. No big deal. Keep talking.
0: You know, one of the, uh, I think one of the reasons that, that guys don't pick these up, to is I think it's perceived as like a girly cigar.
1: It's something that Cruella DeVille would smoke. Yeah. She's cool, Ooh. though. That must have been before my. Time. See, there we go. <laughs> I, man, come on now. I one remember. Reference.
3: I
0: remember. Back you're going to get you're going to
3: bag on me about a dark crystal reference, and then you're going to just throw a hundred and one dalmatians at me. <laughs> 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 come on, son. <laughs> yeah. Oh my like
4: goodness! It. I've seen the cartoons and the movies. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh
6: You've yeah, seen the
4: live action. <laughs> Glenn Close plays are really good. Cruella DeVille
0: oh, mm-hmm. she, she did. does she did she did she she play does. good what are we picking up on uh, the cigar
1: uh, at the, this point we're out, about this, an inch the spice of that. the retro hill is just fantastic yeah it mm-hmm. really is oh. Yeah, uh, that drink is amazing, and so is not the
0: cigar. <laughs> well,
3: you the only you one one mean was? was. <laughs> am I,
0: why am I not surprised? <laughs> she gave it to me to drink, and I drank it. You you see um, uh, this t- you, this you know. week? I've kept my drink on this side of my. Yeah, head,
3: so. <laughs> <laughs> she, yeah drink it. I,
6: I the problem. I was I'd look over week. there and like, <laughs> oh, wait a minute,
0: I haven't
5: had
3: Nick. Nick is already done. He's got parts. He brings like other penny
6: straws so he can put them together and you get other stretch them all up. I drink your milkshake.
0: <laughs> so we just we just uh, actually finished a big at Drew Estate <laughs> <Drew State laughs> event here at Twins, and it was really, really awesome. We had a great time and everything. There was a lot of people buying the cigars, and and what, what are some of the things that... Drew Estate is a massive line that we literally do. goes from one end of the spectrum to the other. You want to talk about some of the things that, old, that you guys uh, offer?
1: Yeah,
3: absolutely. I mean, we have one of the wildest portfolios out there from (laughs) the uh, from the acid cigars to the ambrosia to the natural to the herrera esteli undercrown liga privada i mean it's it's very rare to have a brand like acid where it's like at this point it's 20 years old Hmm. and so many entire companies have come and gone in that 20 years right Mm -hmm. that it's absolutely insane to think about to me like i've brands that I liked came and gone like there's so much that changes in this industry which changes fast for being such a traditional industry
0: is acid the first thing that that they did no. what was the first Absolutely line not. that they yeah. came out with
3: they did uh, a drew estate I think the very first one was out of uh, tobacco that was on loan from Nick Perdomo if I'm not wow. mistaken okay Nick Perdomo senior lent us our first bales of tobacco and we did the La Vieja Habana which had the leather patch on top it was an It it was an awesome cigar in its day. Mm. Now it's become one of the um, short fill lines that we have, one of the less expensive lines that we carry. But in its its day, it was actually rolled out the old Perdomo factory and done by them. There's some strong roots. Yeah, absolutely. We actually bought their factory after he left it. We bought out their old factory and we're Mm. rolling there. And after we were done, um, I'm pretty sure A.J. Fernandez bought it after us. Wow. So that's a pretty legacy and historical factory at this point. Now, you
0: guys, your cigars are all made down in Esteli or Miami, right?
3: Well, yeah, we do have, we do a couple, um, our blender, Willie Herrera, who we, Kind of, it. kind, kind of-, of stole from El Tene de Bronze, Ooh. which is a great factory out of Esteli. They've done stuff for everybody at this mm-hmm. point. They, they're a really boutique, incredible factory that I still love their cigars that come out of there. But they uh, they do a couple of our lines. They do the Herrera Miami most notably, and it was really us just giving back to them, like a chance to do a cigar for a much bigger company. And there's our, our reach is so big that we can't mm. even give it to all the shops. Wow. Like, that's not a common stock cigar. You can only get that in DDRP shops. What does DDRP mean? Drew Diplomat Retailer Partners. The Drew Diplomat Retail Partner. That
0: rolls off the So board, yeah. Not it, as well as DDRP. Mm,
3: anything that we, uh, <laughs> in, any account that gets Liga Privada. Mm-hmm. Is an account that can get Herrera Miami and most of our limited releases are pretty exclusive to those shops. Okay, because it's really it really is a partnership. It's like, look, once you get to this status, we can offer you a lot more. But not everybody can get there. We don't have enough Liga to go to every single right. shop that opens up. We everybody get a box a year and it'd be over. Yeah, you know, nobody could get it. So we really had to figure out a way to make that work.
0: Why can't you just make more? Well, (laughs) I
3: I, I mean, I I
0: say that, you know, sarcastically, but it's a legit question. It is.
3: It it very much is a legit question. Because everyone asks. Because it will definitely violate the integrity of the brand. I mean, if you're cranking through all the leaf... Mm. That is mature then you're going to use something substandard for it. Okay, and on a legacy brand like Liga Pravada Which is 10 years old, 11 years old now mm. um, It really we're not willing to do that yet Or That's I fine. mean or I, ever. Say, I say yet, but been, I don't you know, it I ultimately am not in charge of any of those right, decisions. Right.
0: right. <laughs> but so basically, you know you, you that particular line you're looking for a particular A particular tobacco and a particular grade of tobacco, and you just can't, you're
3: limited by what's available to you. Well, and it's the second most expensive leaf we've ever used, and on top of it, it's grown in Connecticut. So we're not paying third world country labor, we're paying Connecticut labor.
6: And (laughs) Connecticut isn't exactly the
0: biggest place on the planet either, so... True. The space is limited. Mm-hmm. True, <laughs> but it is it is it is a lot more expensive to buy U.S. of tobacco.
3: Yeah. I mean, the very the most expensive we've ever done is the Florida sungrom. Right. Yeah. Because there's only one person doing it, and that's mm-hmm. Borswitz.
5: Yeah.
3: <laughs> oh my and goodness! It's pretty unique.
0: Yes, Ooh. it's
1: good stuff. Paul, are you still like? Uh, you look like you're just in heaven over oh, there. It is. It's mm. just, this is such a fantastic cigar. It's so smooth, it's mm. sweet, spicy uh, on the retrohale specifically, and uh, it's it, I, like Nick was saying, picking up those uh, earthy leather notes. It's this, is, and it, with the drink, the pairing that Kendra gave us is just. Uh, it's it's just phenomenal. I'm, I'm in heaven right now. That retrohale mm. is pretty fun. It, it, it
5: is fantastic. <laughs> it really yeah, is good. Yeah,
3: it's
0: it is really good. I, this is my first time having this cigar. And um, it, it's amazing. I would, I would certainly get this again. Oh yeah. Um, really, really nice. That retro is—it's oh, is just this nice. nice amount of spice. Yeah. It's not obnoxious. It's not, it's not but, overpowering either. But it's just a
1: very, very pleasant, very nice woody, earthy can. spice. Yeah. And this is a guy that. You really should be sitting down, and not, not because it's intense, <laughs> because you really want to relax having this, because then you really get into it. And with, I mean, we, like, we were just downstairs, you know, with it's the Drew Estate event. We're all on our feet. You you know, we're having a few cigars and all that, but I'm so glad we're doing this tonight because this is my cigar that I've had before. I've had a different size, but the Lancero is really picking up. More of the flavor, yeah, and, and uh, it's it is just uh, just an awesome cigar. And
0: a Lancero too is it, that's a cigar that you, you really want to kind of smoke slower, mm-hmm. yep. yeah.
4: You know, it forces you to really, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's not a it's not a, a bigger ring gauge where <laughs> the draw is going to be a lot easier. It kind of like you said, it kind of forces
0: you to take it slow and to enjoy it. Yep. Yeah, and the flavor on your palate, oh. the finish is oh, just yeah. really nice and then this drink just kind of you know a goes right with it yeah and then it cleans your palate it does that's it's true it cleans your palate yep. so by the, the next time you take a you take another drag off the cigar it's i have a clinic i haven't know, cleansed what? <laughs> my palate in like 10 minutes <laughs> yeah because <laughs> i drank all mine already so yeah one fell swoop it was it was so good though yeah it was so good Go, no. yeah. Kendra, we're going to need a mug for
1: Nick. In the next <laughs> class. does he offer a mug club he, here? He's a little. Yeah. Let's put, it yeah, in, so put it in a highball glass.
0: Hold, hold the ice, please. <laughs> just, yeah, I mean, uh, well, ice took up yeah, most of the drink. Dry, good, you know, thirty-two ounce mug with those, no ice. One of those whiskey <laughs> tubes or something, so it doesn't take up
4: so <laughs> much space. Yeah, mm-hmm. or I would have yeah. just had it chilled. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just shake it up in the shaker and then
0: just pour it over, Pour it all the way up. Well, we do lots of stuff here at Twins. We had Drew Estate tonight, like we said, on Friday, yeah. Friday, October 11th, here at the Londonderry location. We're going to be having a Tatuaje event tatuaje. from 4 to 9 p.m.
3: Oh, yeah. They make some great
0: stuff. They make some great stuff, too. That's going to be a fantastic event. And then uh, Thursday and Friday, October 24th and 25th, the 24th at Hookset, and the Yay. 25th at Londonderry. We're gonna do Oliva cigars. Yep. That's yeah, That's really gonna be a great line. event. Yeah.
3: <laughs> that Milano wow. Maduro's abuse. Oh my gosh! Uh, yeah, one the is fantastic.
4: Really I had a Maduro so a month ago, and I was like, I was blown away because I love the uh, is it the, the Figurado
5: mm-hmm.
4: of the Milano. That's one of the that, best in that line. Yeah. That is an incredible cigar, and one of the guys up here gave me one in um, a Maduro and I was just taken Dude. taken way back a step beyond. oh my god a step
5: beyond
0: so you hey, can I'll stay <laughs> you can stay in touch with Twin Smoke Shop on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and YouTube and at their website twinssmokeshop.com
3: where on YouTube you can see Kendra mixing up some of those killer cocktails too. that's true she teaches you how to make her award-winning recipes
0: yes which we had last week
3: yes which was phenomenal Mm -hmm. it
0: was great the patina fashion that was a really good drink ain't no joke Nope. no very true um one of the things we like to do here on the show is kind of do something that we call pastor padrone's cigar confessions and really that is uh, a really a kind of a cigar, you know, etiquette or one one kind of a thing. And this week, what I want to talk about is, is I want to ask the question, hmm. do you leave the band on or do you take it off? And, you know, the bands on cigars, most cigars these days have a band on them, not all of them, but most, most of them do. The original reason for having the band on the cigar was to keep your finger from getting tobacco stained, and to uh, keep a lot of people your back, white gloves, back baby. you had the white gloves, and yeah. you didn't want to stain your gloves, so they put the label on. Yes, to protect yeah. to protect your fingers. I heard that. And um, you know, the band is usually glued lightly to the cigar with the same resin used to stick the wrapper to the binder, and everything. But um, you know, you see people sometimes uh, who want to take the band off right away. And I know some people who want to do that because they they don't want people focused on what they're smoking. They're trying they're basically trying to say I I'm, I'm not trying to to put this in your face, you know, whatever cigar I'm smoking, if you know, a $30 cigar or something like that. Or, Maybe it's the opposite. Uh, they're smoking a, a really inexpensive cigar, and they don't want to take any crap for it, so they take the band off. But oftentimes, if you do that before you smoke it, you can damage the cigar. Has as yeah, anyone else seen that? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I've seen all it all the, the time. time. I, I smoke it until it hits the band, and then I take it off. Okay. How about, how about you?
3: So it's really that that issue is kind of an old school versus new school thing the old school you're totally right in fact what used to be kind of a courtesy to take the band off so that you didn't make someone feel inferior or or superior to what you're smoking and it was also like a hey enjoy what you want Right. I'm going to smoke this you enjoy what you want it's not about the fashion it's about the flavor Mm -hmm. so very much was Mm -hmm. an old school thing the problem becomes in a lot of it sometimes the glue does stick to the wrapper and when you pull that off and it tears the wrapper then you're going to once you get there you're going to have issues if not before right so a lot of times I tell people to wait at least a little bit in because the heat from drawing through the cigar is gonna soften up that glue right and I mean usually I will I will tend to wait much like him till it's close to the band and I can just Hit it with the fingernail, and it usually drops away pretty quick. Right,
0: right, right.
3: Even yeah. then, sometimes it damages it. I yeah. mean, it it true. is Just something that happens sometimes. Some makers are more notorious for it than others. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: yeah, that's true too. And uh, you know, but I, as, so, as somebody in the retail business, it's it's not uncommon for me to have somebody come up and say, "Hey, my cigar is unraveling," and I notice they've taken the wrapper off. Yeah, and there's this huge hole you know that was that was taken off when they took the 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 band off and that basically damaged the cigar and hence the wrapper starts to unfold and everything you find it more so in
4: uh, a lot of People that smoke Connecticut's because the that mm-hmm. Connecticut wrapper is so delicate, so delicate. Yep. and they take it off, and then as soon as they start taking it off, the wrapper comes off with the with the band, and it's like, <laughs>
3: uh, and usually it's, it's just, just a ne- little, even if it's, it's just, just a, a little, little sliver, it'll still tend, yeah, to- that, that, is, still, that is yeah. the whole reason why I. Oh yeah, uh, do, I used
4: to it. be big. I used to be big in my early days and, and smoking when I when I got into it full time and uh, I was smoking every day. I used to take the bands off. Um, now and then, why did you take the bands off? Um, I didn't want it. To I felt it ruined my experience, I didn't want the band on there, I just wanted just the cigar, not to be like, okay, well, you know, it, you know I'm smoking uh, Jaime Garcia or whatever, I don't want anybody to look at me different or anything like that, because the, the guys that I smoked with in the early days, um, everybody smoked everything. You know what I mean? A, a couple guys would come and bring Cubans or some guy would smoke a, a, a $3 cigar. Some guy would have a nub. Some guy would have an opus. Yeah, it didn't really matter. I just, for me, it was just, a, you know, something that was on there was bothering me. I wanted to take it off because some of the cigars that you do get, they'll move up and down. The band will move up and down. That's true, too. So it'll I be loose. Really attached to the cigar. Right, exactly. And for me in the early days, I was like, oh, well, I'll just take it off. And then I ran into that problem. where I'd get into a Connecticut or I'd get into a Habano or something of that nature and I'd take it off. And then two seconds later, I'm like, you know, fooling around with it, trying to lick it, to, lick it to stick back the wrapper. Back onto the you know what I mean? So I was like, you know what? I nah, just I
3: know it. you're you're not the only one that's done that. Oh no, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure throwing it out there. Out. You're Always not nice. the, one, the only one.
6: Always have like a pack of, of, of cigarette wraps on you, just so you can <laughs> patch it. You know?
3: oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, they sell they sell online. I don't like know. a patch I, glue. Like well, it's... they
4: sell the resin. Yeah, that they that they use for the cigars online. And it comes with like a little brush and everything. Yep. And yeah. You can put it on I'm there and so repair sick. it <laughs> and repair the cigar and just
5: leave it there paint my little wrap and took it down there
3: <laughs> just lick it and stick it that right. that's my favorite thing to do <laughs> lick it and stick it oh girl you mm.
5: nasty <laughs>
6: Oh man nasty
0: Nick, Drew Nasty, <laughs> Drew. Yeah. Oh man. It's NSG to you. <laughs> NSG. You, that's <laughs> NSG to you. It's N S G yeah. So what is what is our final verdict here mm. on the, Keep it on. Drew well it's Drew totally state B O T L. Mm. Oh, you were talking cigar? about the whole thing with this confession? No, no. The cigar? Yeah, the cigar. What do you think of it?
5: I,
1: thumbs up, thumbs down? Oh, thumbs up for sure. Really? Oh, yeah two yeah. thumbs up two thumbs two up Two thumbs yeah. up. I mean it's very consistent this is a yeah probably consistent it hasn't changed at all mm-hmm. um, it's like I said it's that sweet smooth earthy leather uh, I'll use the word I used before it's, it's scrumptious it really is it's a fantastic it's scrumptious scrumptious so for, for me Lanceros are always kind of like um, I'm always I'm like
6: I don't what, I see what Lan- are you trying to say, Dave? I see Lancero, spit it out, Dave. Like, spit it out. Spit it out, man. I feel like they're always like, I, it's like the, I don't like, I don't, I'm. Oh
1: my I don't gosh, like say, Dave. Spit it on out. On to the next. <laughs> Moving on. Nick, what do you think? <laughs> I, would, I, would rather,
5: I
6: would rather smoke something else other than Lancero because uh, it takes such a long time for my palate to like get the initial flavor. But once I get down to that last half of it, I, I love them and it's just it's just getting down to that last half for me but uh i still i still think they're they're absolutely phenomenal cigars it wouldn't be like an everyday thing for me just because i'm i'm not just a big fan of the lancero just because of that i like the instant gratification but when i do smoke a lancero the, when it gets down to the last half or maybe the, the last three quarters of it it's a fantastic cigar. What changes in that that last half that makes you like them so all much? All the flavors start marrying and popping out. You know, like the earthiness and leatheriness, And but at the beginning of it, I feel like it's just dry smoke to me. And then, as it, except for the retro hill with the with the pepper, but uh, once it's down to like like uh, like halfway, a little a little bit more than that, um, that's when I start my palate starts picking all that up.
3: See, and I'm not sure if it's just me, but right now I'm getting a little bit of floral hints out of it, and I don't know where it's coming from. Hmm. But I'm getting right, right about now. I'm just getting a little bit. I don't know if it's the pairing from the hmm. maple or something. I don't know. There's something there. Well, I wouldn't know anything that, about the pairing,
5: uh, yeah. So <laughs>
1: <Well, laughs> well, both of you
5: have, have, have <laughs> finished. Drink
1: you, the I went to you. running dry here, but. Uh, <laughs>
4: But um, I don't get the I don't get the floral notes, but it's just now it's a lot more power and a lot more leather and earth that you get. You definitely still get that retro uh, the spice on the retro hill, and it's just it's really really present now that I'm coming pretty much a little more than halfway
0: down the the cigar this is getting much more woody to me yes yeah Yeah, I get that too uh, a lot of that earthiness is kind of backed off and now it's now it's a little bit more woody yeah still have the earth but it's but it's more in the background yeah um, that spice is still there. Um, that sweetness is still there, but it's, it's gone from a very earthy to a, more of a woody kind of a taste and
3: um, very, very good. Yeah, I think this cigar is fantastic. I mean, I'm biased, so in my opinion on it is not. <laughs> but ultimately, yeah, I do love this cigar. I kind of wish it wasn't a limited release. I know. Because it's just, I, I first off, I love the sizes they did. They didn't go with any big ring gauges. Yeah, right. right. Only the Corona, Corona Gorda, and Lancero came out.
4: Exactly. I think if if you would have had like it's a such a great a sixty ring gauge of, of this cigar, it would have been a totally different cigar. Yeah, it would have been. More, I think it would have been more mellow. Um, I don't think you would have gotten the notes you know, the that we're getting. Yeah, the subtleties and the notes and stuff like that with with the wrapper and everything. It's almost like a like a number nine to me, almost a little bit.
3: Well, it's still Connecticut it, Broadway. right? Yeah, and exactly. it's still going to have that smokiness. There. Yeah, yeah. That rich billowy smoke that's covering this
1: entire room now. Right,
6: <laughs> this actually isn't that bad.
1: No, la- worse, yeah, it last, it wait, last, last week it was week. like yeah. it was like a fog yeah. machine. Yeah.
0: That's because we, we didn't do
1: Nika Roostica. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, and we have Kendra back with us to present the drink that we are going to be having with our pipe tobacco. And Kendra, what is this?
2: So, this is a Japanese whiskey. It's Nika from The Barrel. Ah. Uh-huh. So, oh. so um, what? this is one of my favorite whiskeys, actually, and it was the number one whiskey of 2018. Through uh, Whiskey Advocate. So, um, it, it's excellent, and reviewing the the notes on the the pipe tobacco. I, I think it paired up well. Um, I get a lot of fruit and spice. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I mean, either way, it's an excellent choice with most cigars or pipe tobacco, Yeah.
0: Whiskey goes well with so mm-hmm. many things. Whiskey. Yeah, but this is,
2: this is excellent and we only have a couple bottles left, so, you know. Get it while it's here. Get it while it's here. Mm.
0: Is this a limited release kind of a thing or Uh, before you get it and then you go through a couple bottles and change up the stock?
2: Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they're going to make more, but it won't be the same. You know, it will, it will change different batches and whatnot. Right. So this is this is excellent did you, did
0: you particularly pick this batch or you know what made you i mean you, you say there's only a couple bottles there so
2: well from 2018 i guess okay so this what, is this is
0: the 2018 release
2: right right and this isn't a bottle that you'll see on the shelves very often uh, when I purchased a bottle for myself at home, I sent a friend of mine that was over on the seacoast to get it. You know, mm. if there wasn't any local. So, you know, it's, it's limited. It's one of those bottles that hits the shelf and is gone right away that day. So,
5: mm.
2: um, certainly, if you see this on the shelf, it's, it's something to have at home for sure.
0: Awesome. Thank you very much. This is going to be great.
2: I think so. Dave, what do you think over there?
0: I think it's... <laughs> Very strong, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Sam Adams is my best friend. Unsure
1: I, I whether he I, likes I, Do you have a white stout you could add to this? Yes, a
5: little
3: witch beer,
1: a little bit beer.
0: <laughs> so, Nika from the barrel is a is it Nika or Nika? Nika
1: I Nika. say
2: Nika, I could be talking totally wrong.
1: Nika from the barrel Either way, it's fantastic Yeah <laughs> oh, well, like it as long as it's
2: What do right. you think, Laramie?
5: Mm-hmm
1: I, I
3: see why he uh, said it was strong. I you need like...
2: more cubes, too? No,
3: absolutely not. Oh, okay. Oh.
2: No. It warms oh. your soul, doesn't it?
3: Oh, it definitely oh, It's got some heat. It's got some heat. <laughs> I got
6: enough
2: hair on my chest, maybe <laughs> <laughs> what, What's the proof of this? I think it's a 91, I believe. Oh, <laughs> Something yeah. like the 90, probably. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm. I think. Yeah, I'm pretty sure.
1: Oh, yeah. Awesome. Fantastic.
0: All right. Well, this is
2: Fantastic.
0: this is being paired with Orlick Golden Sliced. This is a longtime favorite pipe tobacco, uh, and it is produced by Scandinavian Tobacco Group, STG. It's a Virginia Parique blend, and in it, surprisingly, is Virginia and some Parique. <laughs> you don't say. And it is a flake. And the, the flakes, when you open the tin, there's this uh, 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 paper inside that you unfold and you get these nice, beautiful, golden slices of tobacco that you then break up and put into your pipe. What are you guys getting from this?
6: A lot of dried fruit from the Virginia. Some spice. Um, well, it's really it's campfire-y.
4: Yeah. Uh, spice, some floral in there. Mm. Um, a little bit of earth.
3: Uh, come back to me. <laughs> I, I definitely
1: get like raisin. Yeah, I definitely get. Yeah. you said dried fruit. I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of that in there. Mm. Yeah, it's, a, it's almost like a floral spice on the retro hill.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: It, it, yeah, mm-hmm. it, it's very, very smooth. On. It's, it's very, very good yeah it's it's
0: it's it's a funny tobacco because you know virginia is more or less a light bodied thing and uh, this is there is so much flavor on on this it really is what would you guys say? Would you guys say this is a mild or medium to you? I'd say it's a medium. 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 I'd yeah. say it's a medium.
3: I'd well, say it's on the mild end of medium, though. Mild like medium. It's, it, I think this would be a nice step into medium mm-hmm. if somebody's tried a lot of the aromatics and want to step into a more dynamic blend or yeah, a heavier blend. there really is a, a nice kind of fruity mm. quality to this. And the aromatics are great. Like it smells fantastic in here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Where's your pipe. And that definitely ate me. Oh, no, I
2: didn't think it were
1: I didn't yeah. to bring the bar. Pull up a seat. Pull up a seat to the floor. <laughs> Kimber, can, <laughs> Kimber can handle the bar.
2: I need uh I need more practice before I <laughs>
1: This yeah. is practice. I don't want to be... With- very very good. Definitely getting that campfire mm. on the retro hill.
0: Now, when you say campfire, what is it's just what this campfire that
1: smoke? It's just you know that 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 wonderful aroma that mm-hmm. you get. I'm getting that. It's it's not overpowering. It's just very subtle, but it's 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 there. A little bit. I get that. A little bit.
2: Smell that. It's. Not a- it's
4: it you get the it the floral note is so present on yes, that red yeah, pan. Yes, it's yes. so nice. Yep. It's smooth, it's not too over spicy. No. It's it's just, just right. It's like there's,
0: the Goldilocks theory. It's just yeah, the right. There's just enough paprika in this. Is Was that too much? <laughs> there's
1: just enough paprika in this to give it no, that. Aren't you gonna Gold give him, aren't you gonna give him, rate. you know? Some crap for that. You gave me crap on the the Cruella de Deville. <laughs>
6: That's
0: because
1: you now gave me Goldilocks. crap about the Dark Crystal. Come on, mine.
0: <laughs> Goldilocks
1: is you. let share in the, a, the real thing. Trash well, talk. Well, the Goldilocks yeah. theory is a is a real thing. Ooh, yeah, yes. I know. I'm only this
0: tobacco is too heavy. <laughs> 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 this tobacco is too light. But this, this one, one is eat. just <laughs> right.
3: Wow. How How you I think it? everything. is stereophonic. You orgasmic.
0: You orgasmic.
3: Wow. That is definitely not true. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: know, there's just enough perique in this to, to give it a, it little, bit sure the, a yes. little bit of spice and a little bit of. Very, very good. I'm liking it, but the Virginia is really what kind of shines. Yeah, you get, you
6: get in this. Yeah, Absolutely. It was so good that I snapped my stem in half on my bike
0: and I have to smoke out of the my... Are you serious? Yes. Yeah, you it's broke your pipe? It is snap. Wow. Nobody can see it, but it uh, I snap. can totally see it. Wow. Hambridge. <laughs> Orlick golden slice. Snaps. Pipe. News at eleven. That's got to be a first. I, I bite hard. I guess so. <laughs> oh, girl, you nasty.
5: <laughs> oh, you say such wonderful things, Nick.
0: <laughs> I, I really don't know what to
1: say at this point. <laughs>
5: This is going to get totally total
0: control of The
4: show is <laughs> going uh, way off
1: the rails. Lots of way confessions coming
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sunday. Yeah, yeah, we're going to have to, we're going to have to do some serious uh, uh, confessions after the uh, show. Again. Yeah, <laughs> my goodness, you broke your pipe.
3: Yep. <laughs> oh my! <God. laughs> check it out though. Let me see yeah, that. He went right through that thing. No, look look at go. the mouth bit. Oh my gosh. Dave, you know this isn't like a steak.
0: This is like not something you chew, right? Look at all those bite marks. It's yeah. like an animal.
5: What is this?
0: All right. Mm-hmm. No. Yep. Yeah. So let me let me tell you, this last week we did a uh, um, Savinelli pipe event here twins and uh, if you listen yeah. to the last episode we had Mark Mormar on from uh, uh, the company that uh, reps Savinelli Laudici, uh distribution group and uh, he was great we did a, a fantastic event we kind of ran it all the way up to the Drew Estate event that we did today and. Uh, Had a wonderful, wonderful time and um, sold lots of pipes, lots of tobacco and everything. It was a great, great event. And um, some other things that are coming up here, pipe wise at Twins on October 12th, we have our normal pipe club from noon to 4 p.m. here at the London Dairy store we're going to be looking at Burley blends and uh, we're going to be highlighting three nuns and old Joe Krantz and Pegasus pipe tobaccos and so that's going to be a good good time and then uh, I'm really excited that uh, October 18th, the following Friday here at the London Dairy location we're going to have Max Stokeby, Stokeby. Oh, man. Uh, son of Stokeby uh, but um, uh, Max works with STG and we're gonna be doing a blending class here at at the shop he's bringing his own uh, tobacco for that and everybody who comes he's gonna give a talk on blending and how to blend and uh, we are all going to blend uh, our own pipe tobaccos and. Uh, Then we're all going to smoke each other's blend and vote on who did the best blend. And there'll be some uh, kudos and maybe even some prizes for the winner for that. So I'm really looking forward to that. Um, You can follow us uh, pipewise at Twins Pipe Club on our Facebook page and on Instagram at Twins Pipe Club. So that makes it...
2: Also follow 724 Lounge and watch us make some drinks.
0: Yes. Watch the potion master make some drinks.
2: Drinks. <laughs> and
0: Someone you can also to make award winning drinks, oh, yeah. I might add. Mm. And uh you can also watch uh, uh, Sam Van Winkle and the rest of the uh, 724 crew here. There are other watch, people that we will be having on the show. Watch
2: Kimber crack a mean Bud Light. Oh, watch <laughs> Kimber crack a mean
0: Bud Light. Shots fired.
2: <laughs> this is how you open
0: a Bud Light.
5: Oh! <laughs> 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 Look at that. <laughs> what a
3: cold blooded man.
0: All right. Now I a serious, that's fired. What what do we act, let's talk about the tobacco? Oh, really? uh, yeah, let's, let's Is that what we're here for? Let's talk about what we're smoking. Well, from this pipe. I'm getting <laughs> <laughs> some nice clothes well,
6: right, really oil. And um uh, that
0: raise any f- dried fruitness and some of that that campfire that just stays in my mouth mm-hmm. and I the I don't I don't taste what I would describe
1: as campfire. So
0: can you can you guys who are tasting the campfire? It's on the, the retro ale
1: pastor. It, it, that's where I'm getting it from, and it's just like I said, it's a subtle. Mm-hmm. I feel like the drink is just bringing it
6: out more in the back of my palate. But. Mm-hmm. The 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 drink for me
4: is bringing more of the mm-hmm. sweetness out. Yeah. Like, as soon as I I pull in that smoke and it's sitting on my palate, as soon as I exhale, it's very apparent that the the sweetness coming from that,
1: that smoke's really, really nice. Yeah, I think Pastor finally agrees that there is a Mm -hmm. little campfire there.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm picking up what what they're talking about. It's a very, very woody kind of Mm. retrohale Mm. and uh, very, very nice. Um, there's a lot of deep fruity notes to me with this like a, a stewed fruit kind of mm, deep rich right, berry yeah, kind of notes yeah, there is that floral quality there, a little bit of hay um, but it's very it's, there's a nice sweetness to this that is it's just really, super really, it's really, really nice. this is and that raisiny figgy kind of quality from the Perique is there and it's just enough to really just Bring out the Virginias, I think, yep, yep. and to, to bring out that fruitiness, but not so shadow it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like highlighting it so that that's really you. It's letting the Virginias in this mix shine. Yeah, it's make. letting it be the star for sure. Mm-hmm. Very, very nice. And one of the things I was concerned about was, you know, the the cigar we had, the, the Botla Encero, was a, a much stronger cigar, and it was very rich. And you know, fuller bodied, and this is a much more, I agree with Nick, lighter and a medium kind of smoke and they're much more delicate flavors and I was wondering whether or not the cigar even though we were having our palate cleansing drinks along with it that we this might get lost and that's not that's not happening at all I I really feel like I'm picking up um, the full range of of flavors on this tobacco Mm
5: -hmm.
0: is anyone else having a problem Picking up these lighter flavors after having that heavier-bodied cigar. Not at all. No. I Not at all. Yeah, but Everybody. it's also,
3: I think, the such a different. Good. I also feel like it's such a different universe too,
5: mm-hmm.
3: just in in every sense. Like just the aromatics, the everything
1: about it, definitely is a different experience from the BOTL. Mm-hmm. I want to be in a recliner when I have this. Mm-hmm. It's really that that relaxing. <laughs> get me get me in a lazy boy. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah. So you'll never get out though. I won't. No, no I won't. and I don't care. <laughs> 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 it was off, wake up at three in the morning, call an ambulance, be like this. The dog know, drops it.
6: another ball. I don't care. <laughs> 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 I don't think he's going to anytime soon.
0: No, not unless you make it happen. No. Give him a good slap on the butt. Maybe he will come out. Maybe. <laughs>
3: I I think I now get the joke. (laughs) Yes, there was a little inside joke there that I wasn't in on.
6: Yeah, Paul, why don't you paraphrase the last month?
0: (laughs) Yeah,
1: Paul. Paul's lighting his uh, pipe there. I'm sorry. What do you want me to do? Paraphrase the last month of the doggy tails. The dog now has Giardia. What, what what is that? Explain. This has been been a very, very uh, interesting last couple of months with him. We thought we were we we thought we were finally in the home stretch, and then we go to his annual physical, and we find out he's got a little parasite that's been (laughs) swimming around. And so I'm like, where his balls were? No, 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 no. This is this is in (laughs)
6: further up the track. I don't want to
1: get into details, but Giardia is a parasite that gets in, and unfortunately, it gets picked up by certain. Number twos from other dogs and, and, and or other cats. It could be anywhere, really. It could. It could have been. We all
0: know he was feasting been, on the kitty litter a
1: few weeks ago, poop, my friend. It could have been squirrel poop that he stepped in and licked uh-huh. his paws. Who knows where it came from? But in any event, he now is on medication to get rid of that. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> so
0: is he having? Like, is he having the
1: crappers again? No. Not, <laughs> which is, I've had a dog in the past that had GRD When he was, she was a puppy, okay, and, and we created her, and I came home from work one, one day. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't want to see it. It was bad. <laughs> oh, yeah. so, all right, all right. so, and not only did she have it once she had it twice in like a three-month period so it was just a uh, but anyway he's he doesn't show any signs but it did get picked up by the okay. sample so we're, we're we're ahead of the game but yeah it's it's been an interesting last month or two yeah yeah,
0: between, <laughs> between the little snippy snippy and yeah. then the cat, the cat feast and yeah. uh, cat crap feast, guy. and, and now know, the he's just
1: and he's still you know happy to go lucky. Nothing's bothering him, and my girlfriend and I. Just <laughs> isn't
0: that isn't that just the way dogs are? I mean, they're just yeah. always so happy yeah. and like, oh, life is great. This is fantastic. Oh, my master's show Oh, love me, pet me. <laughs> Oh, sorry.
3: <laughs> the worst Oh,
0: let's go play again. <laughs>
3: the worst I know, I probably shouldn't tell this story because I know my wife's going to listen in later, but she had these two little dogs, a minpin and a chihuahua dachshund what, mix. What
0: is a minpin?
3: A miniature pincher. A miniature pincher. Yeah. A minpin. That thing was the... Dumbest dog. <laughs> was so happy about life, and everybody that walked in the house was there to visit her. She was just the most awesome yeah, dog like, ever. They're, they're really cute. She's just the best. But yeah. every time we changed the food, or somebody that we had over would feed him off the table, mm-hmm. it would be explosion.
5: Yeah. Every yeah. time. <laughs> Dude, I, so I don't. Well, I feed my dogs all
4: raw. We don't give them any table food. Nothing. Nothing. nothing nothing not even the not scraps nothing no absolutely not they get well Zeus Zena gets a, gets a pound and a half a day and Zeus gets five pounds a day of raw and those guys are eating better than us like I mean like greens uh, vet uh, you know greens fruits uh, sausage steak pork everything he's getting everything and we're all mixing it up grinding it and mixing it but we we stayed really strict with our dogs with you know trying you know making sure they're not getting any table food or anything like that you know they'll get you know we got um, we bake our own bones and stuff like that and treats and everything so we make sure that nothing they don't have they're eating grass and stuff like that and that's
6: fine. You <laughs> make an apple pie at your house,
4: man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you so, can come right over. I mean, it may taste a little funny. Yeah, you know, so, it's all edible,
0: nutty. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's you know what
4: I mean? So, but yeah, I, we do that. We do about 550 pounds every three months for the dogs. That's a great
3: Yeah, <laughs> my god. That's so great. we uh one Halloween our roommate had left and I went to go see my girl's show because she was dancing and we I I left her down in the Springs I come back to take care of the dogs I'm like just stay party with your friends well her roommates daughter left the candy bag on the coat rack, oh. and the min pin had had hops. Man, that that dog could jump higher than this table. It, that dog was he was he was, was Michael jumping, Jordan. Of yeah,
4: min <laughs>
3: <laughs> That that dog managed to chew through the bottom of the bag, and it was like the pinata explosion. Right? Oh. All the candy everywhere, oh, and she ate everything. So I walk in the house, and it's like. Candy everywhere. Uh, that must have everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. And I'm like, that's the last thing I want to do is no. walk in and I have the dog dead from eating all the oh, chocolate. Yeah. I and don't I'm think like, you would you would have landmines everywhere though? Well, I, I, I knew what to do when dogs eat something poisonous because in the past I've had it happen. What we do used you do? Keep rat poison. You take hydrogen peroxide. That's Right. Yeah. But the yep. dogs this is a smaller dog and I'm used to bigger dogs. So trying to get the hydrogen peroxide in the little dog's mouth, I'm like, I'm going to break this dog's jaw before yeah. I'll ever get it open. Yeah. Right. So then I'm like looking up on YouTube, how do you get them to eat it? They're like, Oh, well, you know, you go in the fridge, pull out some ice cream, pour it on there, pour a capful on there. I'm like, that's so ah, about, ah, like, ah, about a capful. full i'm just like that's about a capful. full i'm like <laughs> pouring a lot more and then the dog's like oh my god this is the best day ever first i got treats and now i get treats yeah i know right? yeah yeah she eats it all up and eats a bunch of the hydrogen peroxide and i know what happens after that is yeah. they're gonna puke so i'm like all right we're on the leash and we're taking a long walk and the dog was too stupid to puke
5: wow so it was <laughs> like step step step
3: step huh. Step, 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 step. <laughs> oh, I'm good. Step, 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 step. Oh. I had to do that. Dry, I heaving that puppy. I, I, That's gu- great. I had a Halloween puppy just like that. <laughs> <laughs> I call my girl. I'm like, so your dog ate all the treats. I've cleaned it up. And I'm walking her around. But, you know, Man. the dog's dead tomorrow from the chocolate. It really isn't my fault. Oh. She comes streaming up. She comes from Colorado Springs to Denver, which is 100 miles straight up. Wow. She gets there in a half an hour. Wow. Because she (laughs) can drive really fast. And she pulls up, and I'm still walking the dog because the dog won't puke. It's just too stupid to puke. And the next morning, I I walked in, and I'm like, you get to clean that up. I'll walk her. And she was dropping loads, and little Tootsie Roll flags Uh are hanging out. I'm like, uh yeah, uh I'm not uh picking that up. (laughs) I I hate to be that guy, but I'm not doing it. I had to do that to my dog. Not doing it.
4: And, um, I was downstairs, I was changing the oil in my wife's car in the garage. And this is when, this is a year, year ago, year and a half ago. And he was really like getting into everything. He's puppy, puppy mindset. He was getting into everything. And my, we left gorilla glue on one of the end tables because I was gluing something. And he got into the gorilla glue and he ate everything. He ate everything of the gorilla glue and I freaked out. Call my wife at work, she's researching. She's like, Get the, the peroxide and pour it down his throat. He'll throw everything up. So, I do the same thing And I pour the whole Big I have one of those Extra large bottles That you get from Like BJ's (laughs) Like it's like A half gallon
3: (laughs) So
0: I pour it So I pour
4: it down. it's Gorilla Glue son Like you get it all out (laughs) Because if that stuff Hardens in his stomach He's 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 good as dead So I pour The whole thing down And he's just like Licking it up And I'm like Oh all right. She's like Get him to the vet right away So I'm like Alright cool So we get him in the vet And my dog doesn't, he's not shy about throwing up. He threw up all over my back seat. I mean, like, everything he had in the past two days. And I had a Honda Accord with cloth seats, and it was everywhere. Like, I was, like, just, like, speeding to the vet. I was trying to get there, and then I got there, and I look in the back, and it's, like, all over the back seat, all over the floor. I had, like, gym clothes in the back, those I had to throw out. It was everywhere. And then... Another five hundred dollars later, he was fine. <laughs> but it was—I had to do the same. He ate gorilla glue. I was like, "Wow!" Wow! wow hydrogen peroxide—that's insane. But See, uh, yeah, I had to do that. The hydrogen peroxide. You've really learned it.
3: nothing else from this podcast. a <laughs> 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 I remember
6: uh, a story about one of the cats we had as kids, and I can't remember if it was Berry or if it was. Uh, Smokey Joe, I think think it might have been Smokey Joe, but uh, our dad was, you know, doing an oil change in a car, and the cat came up to it and, like, just, like, dipped its nose in it and, like, got real, you know, like, startled by it and, like, licked its nose, and then it just bolted and it like ran around the house my, my mom was outside at the same time and the cat just ran around ran around and then just stopped and like fell over and she was like my dad she's like what happened my dad just looked at her and said must have ran out of gas <laughs> And she chased him around the
0: yard with a newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 That was a good That was, a good, one. That was a good joke. Yeah, that's, that was good. That's, that's, that's no joke. That actually happened. Wow. Yep. Uh, like so, what right. do we think of this uh, pipe tobacco? <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs>
1: Oh, <laughs> what are you picking up now? Uh, it's, it's it's still uh, fantastic. It's it's that uh, just a little bit of sweetness, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that the, the retro hail with a with that mm. campfire smoky. You know, it's just it's awesome. And that, and all the ones that I've had. You know, we've like, been on the show. This is my No, favorite. it's not. It's, it's not I, but I, I will say it's up there, because we know that <laughs> I've had the uh, Dark Bird's Eye. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I bought a little bit and had it in my back porch this past week after a great steak dinner, and mm-hmm. I, I told you how much I really enjoyed that. Yeah. And then the speakeasy, which I was hoping to buy, but unfortunately it got sold out You know, last weekend. So yep. I'll have to wait for the next order to come in. But that's probably my favorite overall. Mm-hmm. But this is really up there. This is right, because it's so smooth. It, like I said, I really want to just sit back, mm. recline back, and it, it just enjoy this. And, and I definitely would love to bring a tin of this when I go camping next. Cause the speakeasy, the bird's eye and this. I'm, oh yeah, you'd have, you'd have your bases I'm set. covered. set. You'd have your bases with those three. Yeah, this is this is fantastic. And
0: I'm fine. I don't know about anybody else, but I'm finding the 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 depth of the sweetness. Oh, yeah. is, is increasing? Yes. As
3: I'm smoking in the bowl. Yeah. I think that might be partially the pairing too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I think the uh, the whiskey pushing it along is yeah. definitely kind of counterbalancing that and it's pushing forward those yeah how
0: do you think the whiskey
1: goes with this fantastic oh. uh, well I'm I'm, may, I'm I'm all dried out now i i, I may have an opinion. offering I have to, I have to think
4: it.
0: what's your opinion nick hmm. well
4: i i the whiskey for me is is really good on its own but with the pairing with this, because it is light, light medium, mm-hmm. I think the whiskey, if you you know, you know take a, a drag of the pipe mm-hmm. and then you counter it, not counter it, but you go right after with the whiskey. I think the whiskey kind of is a little bit too powerful for the pairing. It's, it's a great whiskey, but I think it kind of outshines it a little bit. Because you do, you, you can get the sweetness from both the whiskey and the 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 pipe tobacco, but I think with the power that the whiskey has, it kind of you know pushes its way pushes its way through and mm-hmm. kind of is, is a little bit more present. It's really good, but I think if it was something else, maybe a rum. With a rum, you would get more of the molasses, you would get more of the sweetness. I think the rum would be a really great pairing with it. Maybe a, a Zacapa or, or anything. Um, uh, anything along those lines. I think it would have been really great. But... Um, I, I think it's pretty good. The, definitely, the pipe tobacco, top five, for sure.
0: Really? Yeah. yeah. Definitely. I think yeah, it's yeah. probably. I think it's probably got to be right behind the sun bear. Now, what about what about you, Paul? What do you
1: think about the pairing of the the uh, I, with I, I love it. I, th- I, I mean, okay. I, I. You think, think it's I, overpowering? I, I, I see where Nick's going with this, and and. To a degree, maybe, but I'm not a rum fan, so I'll always go to more of a whiskey or a bourbon with when I'm smoking. So,
0: and Dave, you've been awfully quiet unless you've been making, you know, funny noises no. like that. So, what's 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 your take on all this tobacco and whiskey talk?
6: I'm not I'm not a, I'm not a whiskey drinker, and um, I feel like for me, I'm more on Nick's side with this uh i think it kind of washes out the smoke
1: um i don't think it was a good pairing would a blue moon could... do better uh, yes, <laughs> yes. Any, any, don't forget the orange slice. <laughs> or... <laughs> take
0: that orange slice and uh, and put it in my drink, yes, yes.
6: a blue moon would do very well with this, like tobacco.
0: Yes, Uh, and um, I'm very happy with a nice, nice wheat beer. um, A nice wheat beer? Wheat beer. Um, Okay. um, Okay. okay. That wasn't, that wasn't like. You misspoke root beer. You meant wheat beer. Mm-hmm. I did
3: wheat beer.
0: What about what about you there, Mister Guest? What what are you? What's your thoughts on
3: this? I see where they're coming from, but I totally disagree. I think it's a perfect pairing because I definitely get the the whiskey notes have some of those fruit forward notes mm-hmm. and some of the brightness from it. Actually, I think. Totally complements the bright notes that I'm getting in the fruit forwardness of this tobacco.
0: That's a great word too. That the the, the tobacco is very bright. Yeah, and and so is the the whiskey. It's a very
3: bright kind of drink. Mm. Very true. Which not all whiskeys are. Not, <laughs> like no, it, not all whiskeys are. But this one in particular was very smooth and very bright. Mm. So I feel like it paired pretty well.
6: All right. well, fine
3: But I I see where you're coming from Like, the the strength of the whiskey was very Like, especially on first taste Yeah It was a little shocking Yeah Like,
6: I feel like if we had this drink with the bird's eye I think that would have been fantastic I think so, too I
4: think it probably would have been almost the perfect pairing You know Because you get I, I feel you get some of that charriness from the, you know The woody charriness in that drink um, and you also get that from the pipe tobacco too. The the pipe tobacco alone, great. Whiskey alone, great. Like I said, if it would, if I had it with a nice rum, where it brings out a little bit more of the sweetness, I think it would have been a, a, absolutely perfect. It is still a good pairing, but I think the whiskey is a little bit too heavy for the pipe tobacco, in my opinion. And I'm entitled to my opinion,
3: right, guys? Uh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> I do also love the retro hill on this. Oh, thing. oh <laughs> God, God.
1: yeah! yeah. Mm. This what do you pick up in the retro? Outrageous. That's different from the palate. A campfire. Mm. Yeah. That, the little campfire. That subtle. Mm. The, the subtle spice and the. Oh, A
6: little bit of floral. Yes. Yeah. Yep.
1: Yeah. I think it just comes full circle uh, with, with the with the tobacco. It's you get
4: that sweetness on the palate. Get a little earthy, and then when you retrohale it, it's just full circle. You get that full sweetness of it—the stewed uh, fruit and right. the floral—and I don't have any more of the spice. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just smooth fruit, floral, light. It, it's really, really pleasant.
5: Yeah, it's
0: easy to see why this is a favorite for so many people. Oh yeah, it's just—it's been one of the best-selling tins uh, for years years and years, mm-hmm. and years and I totally totally see why it's very very good um, all right so as we continue smoking this let's do a little discussion here um, I follow uh, half wheel and I get notifications in my email whenever they put out a, a new article, and it happens much more often than I thought it was going to happen. Those people are very prolific over there. Active. Very active. And let me tell you, as I scan through them, um, somewhere between 60 and 75% of them a day are about towns or districts or states raising the tobacco age from 18 to 21. And for the last two weeks, it's just seemed to be like, you know, more than half of the emails that that I get from them are all about that. And so it's, it's, it's just, it seems like that's happening everywhere. It's happened in a few places in New Hampshire as well. And I just wanted to kind of throw this out for a talking point um, uh, for all of us tonight. What do you think about that? Raising the tobacco age from 18 to 21. Is it good? Is it bad? Are you indifferent to it? Do you think it's going to make a difference in the long run to the to the tobacco industry whether it be cigars or pipes um, what what are our thoughts on this cuz it's just it seems like it's going to happen
1: uh, that eventually it's all going to be 21 i'm, I'm not going to i'm going to come out and say it. i'm an unabashed libertarian mm-hmm. okay you and are i'm a libertarian yep unabashed unabashed unabashed, unabashed. absolutely what's unabashed well <laughs> <Me>. <laughs> we, get, yeah! we get bashed every day yeah! my friend <laughs> you know people taking things away from us but but i'm i'm, I'm under the uh, true belief that if you are you should be able to do what you want to do without anyone telling you what to do as long as you're not harming people or you know trespassing on your property whatever and when it comes to uh, restrictions on uh Smoking or drinking, whatever. If you are able to go into the military, fight for our country, die for our country, you should be able to smoke and drink. Absolutely. So, uh, and this may not have a direct impact. On the cigar industries for the eighteen to twenty-one year olds, right. we do see a fair amount of them come in. Mm-hmm. You know, like I was talking before, we do have, you know, several that I know that come in on a regular basis and, you know, purchase a fair amount of cigars. Um, and I don't want that to stop because they, you know, they're here for the enjoyment of it. Um, but I'm, I'm a, I'm under the, I'm a true believer in the fact that if you can fight for our country, you should be able to smoke and drink. Yeah. I feel I feel very much the same way and I feel
6: like uh, um, our focus isn't where the focus should be you know we shouldn't be focused on you know uh, can we smoke can we drink we should be focused on like more things like um, uh, you know tax reform stuff like that not about like the correct age if you're an adult at 18 that's it there's no like well there's a couple more years before you can ring there's a couple more years before you can smoke Uh, I think that's just ridiculous that's just you know someone had a personal experience that was bad and they're politically making it objective and that's what it is Uh, when you have um, flavors of pipe tobacco that are are now illegal. Like um, I remember having a pipe tobacco that was blackberry, that was amazing, and they can no longer make it because of the fact that the flavors are like kind of getting banned. But you know, and uh, uh, some kid can go into a liquor store and buy bubblegum vodka, which is I think a lot more attractive to a younger crowd than you know a, a blackberry flavored tobacco, which is if you're not if you're the first time smoking, it's still going to taste. You know, like I remember the first time I ever tried tobacco; I thought it was the worst thing
0: ever. You know, and um, but here I am, late, thirty I am, years later, I am loving later, it, smoking it. it. <laughs> but. I,
6: I just I don't understand it I don't I don't understand it and I think you know there's better things for us to discuss than you know the age of if it's 18 it should just be 18 drinking, smoking whatever you're an adult you're old enough to vote you're old enough to make a change in this country you're old enough to go overseas and die for this country Um, it, it, that shouldn't even be a question there. uh hear the crickets yeah
4: pretty much uh uh Gonna hold off on this one. This is gonna be no comment from NSG, my friend.
0: No comment from Nick.
5: Mm mm.
4: Negative. That I'm is. I'm holding my comments to myself at this point. At this time. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> not making it okay. okay. <laughs> a, no no no. I have I have my own set of opinions and I'm not going to air
0: them at this time. Thank you. <laughs> uh. All right, then we will go to white Nick. <laughs> <laughs> natural, natural grown Nick. Since, <laughs> since, yeah, since Maduro Nick or Pepper Nick or Black Nick can't speak. What, what uh, might your opinions be on this, if any? That this you can share does get
3: understand. me heated, and <laughs> the politics of it is something I don't want to get into really mm-hmm. because I try really hard to avoid it but it's a subject that I on some level I almost have to get involved in because to me, this is the little, it, it seems like a cornerstone to, or a stepping stone to political office is taking a stand on something that doesn't, it's not a huge population. Of the smokers in the United States, less than 1% smoke, premium tobacco and pipes so they take this less than one percent of the tobacco smokers which i don't know what percentage of the population smokes Mm -hmm. and they take that and amplify it and just make it sound like well it's an easy target so we'll tax the hell out of them, we'll pass these things, and then we'll have a stepping stone because, hey, any win's a win, no matter if it's enforceable or not. So they pass it in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. they pass it in Dover, New Hampshire. They've passed it in Keene. They've tried to pass it in Nashua, but luckily some of our retailers stood up and fought it.